Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is And Hype. Transform product ideas into business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. All over the world, social commerce is changing how e-com or just how products are being sold. This trend is poised to absolutely explode in 2022 and beyond. I'll tell you why I know that this is true. I'm going to tell you what channels, what platforms are providing this opportunity. And I'm going to tell you the easiest ways to start taking advantage of this. But before we cut in, I want you to think about your brand, your product, and how it fits in. If you can't build a community and you can't build a story and you can't communicate or you can't get other people to communicate your idea, your product, your brand, you are going to miss the power of social commerce. You are stuck in a 90s world where you're trying to push out product to the masses when everyone else is building relationships, they're building rapport, they're building connection, and wrapping a brand around being known for something. Products are a natural progression of that effort, and success is a natural progression of adding value to the marketplace. A lot of people choosing to purchase because your product does something or your brand does something for them. If you're not thinking like this, if you're not shifting your thinking away from products into a business, into actually serving people, it's really hard to look at trends like social commerce and think it's anything but Instagram influencers flashing off your products or somebody tweeting that you have cool stuff. Is that helpful? Does that work? Clearly, lots of people run influencer campaigns. They have whole talent agencies for people so you could pay them and they'll Yeah, they'll put it on their Instagram, they'll put it on their YouTube or whatever. You can run affiliate campaigns. You can do all those those pieces. Those are almost like the prototype. Those are the early stages of what we're about to talk about today. And where this is going is pretty easy to see. Just a little bit of the reveal is this is majorly on the rise. The social commerce sales, say in China, they have a much more mobile-friendly, mobile-first way of purchasing is about 10x what it is in the United States. If you want to look at trend jacking, you want to look at knowing the future or predicting the future, look at areas where innovation is a little bit beyond your area. And you can transport the lessons learned, the technology, the techniques, the strategies, and just bring it to your place. So in this case, what's happening in Southeast Asia on social media is that people are selling on live streams. And they're not just selling beauty products or little trinkets. They're selling cars. They're selling everything, everything and anything. The traditional problem with social media selling in and of itself is that it's difficult for people to really enjoy your live stream or enjoy your posts, get off of that platform, and then to go purchase something. So that multi-step process adds a lot of friction. It prevents a lot of sales. I really love podcasts, but podcasts are probably one of the hardest platforms for me to give you a call to action. Say, go to my website. You want to book a call? Go to this. You want to download this thing? Go to here. 
it's not really the best platform to get people to do that. This is more of a nurturing platform. But once I saw Instagram integrate with Shopify so you could buy right through the app on one platform, we knew that we were we were going to see some changes. Now Amazon is doing video and live stream sales. It's creeping in there. If you haven't seen it yet, it's available. Not that many people are taking advantage of this massive opportunity, but I'm seeing more and more QVC style sales happening through live streams, happening even on Facebook. Now it's a little clunky right now, but you're going to see this better and better. Once we see a more frictionless experience, we're going to have what is going on in China where you're able to create content, build a brand, interact with your audience, build a community around what your mission is or who you are, and then seamlessly sell your products, sell other people's products, and just basically make money, right? This ties everything together in a very unique way that you can do right now, but most people aren't taking advantage of. If you aren't ready to dive in to live selling, you don't want to turn your office into QVC, here's just two really simple things to get started immediately. We can put the social back into social media. Instead of pushing, we can create a conversation. We can create some type of engagement. Two easy ways to do that. Just add a chat box, not bot, maybe a Facebook messenger integration to your website so customers can hit customer service immediately. That reduction in friction will increase sales. It will increase trust in that they know they can talk to somebody right away, particularly if you're doing services in addition to your product. This is very important. You know how frustrating it is to call customer service or to find that number. And a lot of products really bury that because they want you to send an email. They want to create a ticket. They want to do all this. Just add chat. Use ManyChat or any number of other platforms that allow you to funnel those messages into a dashboard so you can take care of them. Please don't overly use complex bots. That's the modern version of a phone tree, and everyone hates that. Just interact with people. Uh, the second one is to shoot more video. It's like everyone I talk to knows that video does well. They know that YouTube videos don't have to be super fancy. They know that Reels work. They know that TikTok is working. They know that Facebook, LinkedIn, all the platforms prioritize video. Even short videos are great. Really long videos are great, but they don't want to do it. And they have tons of excuses. Oh, I don't know what camera to do. I don't know what microphone. I don't have a videographer. I don't have money for a videographer. And I show them that my best videos of all time, some of them have hundreds of thousands or even millions of views. They're horrible in comparison to the ones that I've had professionally done. Now, altogether, it's, it's great. But videos shot on my phone do as well or better in just connecting with people and communicating with people. So there's really no excuse to doing that. And those things work. And if you want to get involved in the social selling game, opening up that dialogue, whether it's me creating videos to, to talk to you, or in this case, a podcast, or it's you just demonstrating products. This is super helpful. I can't even wrap my head around why people aren't doing this because it's so easy and it's not cutting edge. It's the power of five years ago when we should be talking about what's next, how to win in 2022. When we talk about that, now we're talking about live commerce. We're talking about creating an extremely tailored experience for our customers. We need to be on the platform that they are. I know everybody loves TikTok because they see those views. Well, I mean, I posted a video of me getting my dog and that got 300 or 400,000 views, but that doesn't mean... It's actually going to convert into clients. So 
you can be obsessed with views and shares and all that, but understand there's certain platforms where certain types of content is naturally going to do a little bit better. So, so choose a platform that you like, but more importantly than anything else, where your customers actually are, where you can communicate with them. This seems intuitive, but it's not common that people actually do this. They use a platform that they feel comfortable with and not necessarily one that's effective. More commonly now is this this threat, this existential threat to your productivity where people are pushing omnipresence. Now, omnipresence is great for a distribution method, but it is horrible for a production method. What do I mean by that is producing content for all of these different platforms, being everywhere at once is horrible. You will never get anything done. It's It's a terrible idea. Even if you had a million dollar marketing budget, I would say that that's a waste of time. It's definitely a waste of money. What we need to do is have a core place where our content lives, where we're communicating with our customers, and that strategy consistently produces results. We will distribute from that home base. Maybe we create long-form content and cut it into reels, or more appropriately, we pay someone to cut it into shorts, and we distribute that around. We create video, and we have someone turn that into blogs or into articles. We create a podcast, and someone turns that into cool Instagram graphics and memes. You can't be everything to everyone and you can't be everywhere and be effective. This is a huge waste of time. You need to choose a platform and you need to go and really build rapport there, really build a community out of that space and understand that it can and has the possibility of converting. Strategies aren't doing lots of stuff and then hoping that something works On a system level, it is choosing what you do not do and what you actually do, choosing what those goals will be, what you will achieve, and when you'll achieve them. So you can track progress, so you can make adjustments, so you can say, well, I guess I was wrong. If you aren't absolutely phenomenal at creating video, creating content, being social, well, welcome to the club. The bar for that is constantly being lifted. Ten years ago, YouTube would have been a mess. Today, there's people that are producing million-dollar content on there. That doesn't mean that you have to do that. You have to do something you're not doing right now. If you want to be extraordinary, you have to do something that ordinary people aren't, whether that's more of the right thing or something new. That's up to you, and that's up to what your strategic plan is. But if you're not phenomenal at creating content, there's ways of collaborating with people. Look at this show. I bring people on. I'm going to bring on a few people to talk about social commerce because they're better at it than me. They use that more effectively than I use it or have used it. And I'm not terrible at it. But if you can collaborate with other people, other creators, other brands, you put yourself in this conversation. Think of your customer's brain. It's not binary that they're thinking about buying from you or not. They're not even necessarily comparing you to a competitor. They have a bunch of ideas problems, concerns in their life rattling around there. Their knowledge of certain brands are in there as well. And we used to call this mind share, but there's a portion of that brain that has to do with what your brand is doing or what the problem that your brand is solving. If you can capture a problem that's really top of mind for them, and then you can be the first one that people think of when they think of solving that problem, You can have a high degree of mind share. You can always be on the tip of the tongue, on the top of the brain. You can be the story that other people tell 
hey, well, this is how I solve that problem, or hey, I just saw this. If you have a difficult time doing that, think of the ecosystem of that person's life. If you can collaborate with other people that are solving problems or having that conversation, you can also start to become top of mind. This is a way to hack authority. This is a way to hack distribution and reach. It's a way to hack credibility. Go out and serve other people, work with other people, collaborate with other people. This is very simple, and this is inherently social. This is like using social media for its actually intended purpose. It's not a pulpit. You're not supposed to be just yelling in the town square. You're supposed to be having a conversation. And when we start having conversations with other people that are great at having those conversations, we are able to leverage a little bit of their equity, the trust that they've built in the network, the trust that they've built in the community. This is so simple. You would think that everyone takes advantage of this, that everyone uses social media to build their network, make connections, grow their life, grow their business, take their ideas, turn them into new businesses, new business opportunities, but they don't. They post cool pictures, they push weird messages, or spend a lot of time producing and pushing troll posts. All that stuff is fun, but does it really serve you? Does it serve your mission? Most likely not. And when we get on the social side of social media, if we look at social commerce, this puts you in a better position to take advantage of what is happening now. Live stream sales will be massive. It is coming to America. It's coming to Europe. It's coming to the Western world more and more and more. Just do a quick search and see what people are doing in China with social sales, what they're doing in live streams. People are selling hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars in minutes with live streams. They're selling flowers. They're selling cars. They're selling motorcycles. It is wild. When we look at predicting the future, I like to look at inevitability. This is an inevitability, is that we will have live streams that are piggybacked on top of communities that are on platforms. And when you, and when you start using these social strategies to position yourself in that community, on those platforms, you can then take advantage of live streams. And then you can start selling your products through a show. You can start selling your products in collaboration with other influencers. You can start taking advantage of the future of now. The last two years have really seen massive growth in e-commerce and changed a lot of the strategies and tactics that people thought were tried and true. You'll see an exponential change in commerce, not just because of logistics issues, not just because of the way manufacturing is changing, not just because of the metaverse, VR and AR, all of those pieces. It's because we have changed. Our society is so different than it was even just a little while ago within recent memory. These platforms are really extensions of our civilization itself. I don't want to get too high level and too wild for you, but the way that we interact online is the way that our culture is now. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, the internet was something that was layered on top of communication and civilization. Now it is the interaction of communication and civilization. It is how we run our lives. It is how we communicate with our friends and our family. It is how we buy. It is how we think. If you understand that premise and that that is only moving in a single direction, it's moving forward, it's not moving backwards, you'll understand why positioning yourself online through social means is so critical. Everyone else is talking about the tactics that worked 
in 2018 and pretending like they're 2020 gurus when it's already 2022. I'm telling you what's going to work this year and in 2024. If you want to grow a business, you need to look at what works now and what will work in the future. You need to connect it with strategies that would work a thousand years from now. So the basic premise of things like helping people, of collaborating with people, actually communicating and building some level of rapport so you can deliver a thing that they value, that is just, it's so core and inherent. These are just tools. So I'm saying this is where the market is going to discover, digest, take action on what you have to sell. If you can adopt that philosophy, this will always work. It's not a hack. It's not, it's not a trick. It's powerful. And I hope you're ready. Let me just give you some homework to see where you are right now. Do you know who your customer is? Do you know what platforms they actually use to build community? Not hang out with and look at funny pictures. Where are they building a community? Do you know who runs those communities? Those are important things to know. Most people don't. If you listen to the show, hopefully you do, because I talk about this really, really frequently. Who owns your audience? We want to be associated with them. We can learn a lot from them, how they message, the way they package up their messaging, the way they deliver it. We can learn a lot by modeling success. I want you to create a video for that community. I want you to create a video every week communicating who you are, what you're trying to do, who you serve. Start building a conversation. You don't have to push your product. You can even push the story of you building the business, you finding a problem, why you care about people, why you're solving that problem. Start building that muscle of communication, of actual social in social media so you can be poised to take advantage of social commerce. If you're not interested, I'm not really sure why you're listening to the podcast because this podcast is about growth. It's about turning your ideas into business. It's about doing something powerful. So, I mean, if you're not interested, I don't really get it. But ask yourself, is that because you feel bad about being on video or it's an ego issue or it's a incompetence thing? It's a, it's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, is somebody going to make fun of me? Yes, they're going to make fun of you. But more people are going to connect with you as well. If that makes you uncomfortable, great. Get uncomfortable, shoot some video, start a conversation, build community around what you're trying to achieve, the business that you're trying to do, who you are. Let's get started. My name is Callie Keen, and this has been End Hype.